So anyway, um, shall we move into the plot description for this amazing classic movie? Let's do it. I'm ready. So you want to freaking do your job? Well, it's not your job. None of it's really your job, my job per se, but. Wow, I just felt like a 50s housewife there for a second. Shit. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. Normally our roles are I get the opening parts and you do the plot and then we team up and wrap it all up at the end. But yeah, either way. All right. Well, like let to- me get to work. So <laughs> stop. Stop bothering me. I'm working. Okay. So summer school. said. Okay. As you were. (sighs) Man, so wonder I'm so behind. I can't get anybody to stop bothering me while I'm trying to do my job. Shoot. Again, that's what she said. (laughs) They don't call it a job for nothing. Okay, anyway. So, seriously, (laughs) though, summer school. All right. So, summer school, we open at this uh, beautiful high school in Southern California. And okay. hold on for two seconds because I did actually see this while I was looking up my fun facts. Um, while you're watching the opening of this movie, does the setting of the high school and summer school look familiar? Um, yeah, is it is it so? I was actually gonna say this, and I promise I haven't looked this up. The outside, like where the classrooms and stuff are, is that the same from Karate Kid? It is the same high school, yes. Only in California do you walk outside in between classes. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I, no, yeah, I don't you know. I know. Yeah, here, it looked exactly like the same school as Karate Kid. Because, yeah, I know here, all, every school that I've ever been to, yeah, the classroom doors open. Into a hallway. Into a hallway. I mean, the only things that might ever open outside into an open area would be like, the science labs yeah because you have like your microorganism ponds and all that stuff but <laughs> anyway now Very that i nice. got that fun fact out and stepped on your toes that's cool no i like it for those that haven't seen summer school if you've seen karate kid then maybe you can kind of picture what we're talking about here yeah so well let you well yeah because the high school in cobra kai is same name not same school because it's been redone over the years right but clearly anyway i will allow you to get back to work now (laughs) thanks so we're opening up it's the last day of school all the kids are excited they're counting down the minutes the teachers are just ready to be done um you've got one teacher scratching off lottery tickets waiting for the bell to ring and then we have the lovely mr freddie shoop who is uh, your quintessential gym teacher. He, if I, they don't ever say um, what class he teaches other than gym, but I would assume he still has to teach an actual class. I don't know. That's maybe not, but either way. No, because I, I think there's one part where, and we're it literally it's just minutes after everybody gets let out for summer, but. I believe he references I hand out basketballs, I check for jock straps. Yeah, yeah. So he really is just a PE teacher. So he 
probably really is just a freaking PE teacher. So he's clearly the guy who's the cool teacher. He's cool with the kids. Even and he does say this, but you know, this guy only took a teaching job to have summers off. Like he does not care about teaching. He's not care about learning. He's just there to get his paycheck and then be off for the summer and go to Hawaii with his girlfriend. So your old girlfriend. Yes. So um, as everybody's waiting, there's a group of kids that gets gathered by the principal to tell them that they have um, failed their standardized tests and have to take remedial English for summer school in order to take the test again. So they're all pissed off. Like it's the end of school and now we have to go to summer school. And the teacher, oh, what was his name? That was Carl Reiner. What's the teacher's name? Uh, Dear Dorian. Mr. Dear Dorian is the one, uh, cute cameo, scratching off his lottery tickets and he wins $50,000. So he rushes in to say, screw you guys. I'm not teaching summer school. I quit. And so uh, Principal Gills is... The fun part about that whole thing is that $50,000 in 1987. I don't think anybody's winning a $50,000 lottery and quitting their job and retiring exactly anymore yeah thousand dollars ain't shit even in 1987 i don't think i would have done that no yeah because i mean that's that's a lot of money but that's still not a lot of money you can't you know but anyway yeah um so principal gills is uh scattering at the last minute because he's got to find somebody to teach the remedial english kids kids um, and at the very last second, he catches up with Mr. Shoop and basically blackmails him into teaching summer school. Um, he basically says tenure. Yeah. So basically says, I'm going to uh, withhold tenure if you don't. Um, for those of you that don't know, tenure is like basically job security for life, meaning you can't really be fired. Um, I mean, there's always scenarios where you can be fired. But once once you're granted tenure, it's basically you get your your it's job security i think if shoop had had tenure we're down the road here in a few minutes we're going to get to some stuff that probably could get his tenure revoked mm -hmm. <laughs> so but i'm not going to jump ahead and plot spoilers so i will we'll get to that when we get to that so yeah so he doesn't get to go to hawaii and his girlfriend says that's fine i'll go by myself um, we also have to stop right now and appreciate something that one of my favorite things about the movie that we'll get to appreciate throughout, uh, the beauty and just wonderfulness trademark 2021 of wonder Mutt. First of all, amazing name for a dog. I mean, absolutely. Wonder Mutt, come on. Um, so that's his dog. He goes everywhere with him. Um, and he is, yeah, the cutest, just the cutest. So, yeah, because I've even got, even when we get to the favorite lines and parts, that I've got a Wonder Mutt moment that mm -hmm. we will be discussing. Nice, nice. So, he shows up first day of summer school, um, and he meets another teacher who is teaching kids, uh, honors kids that are there voluntarily uh, for history nerds. And immediately hits on her and she's not having any of it. She's she can smell him a mile away. Um, come to find out she is dating the awful principal Gills. <laughs> vice principal. Or vice principal, sorry. I don't know why I keep saying that. 
Um, well, I'll be darned. Like immediately important detail. I mean, well, yeah, you're a heterosexual and a damned good one. one. <laughs> because let's be honest, he doesn't. No offense to the fact that we're in Pride Month right now, and you know, in full support of the. Yeah, but uh, I don't want to say all the letters because I might miss one and offend somebody. But you know what I mean. But yeah, yeah, Gills doesn't give off a very stereotypical heterosexual vibe. See, I disagree. Like I, I and I even when I watched it again because I watched this movie as a kid. So what did I really know? But. Uh, to me, I did not get a homosexual vibe from him. I got a yuppie heterosexual vibe, like uh, Margot and Todd from Christmas Vacation. Like that's kind of the vibe that I get from Gills. And and honestly, I think he's kind of an attractive dude. Unfortunately, as soon as he opens his mouth, you realize what a gigantic tool he is. Right. Well, we'll get to that later on down the road yeah. too, because obviously. In the beginning, you already get the sense of toolness, trademark 2021, <laughs> after he's blackmailing Shoop into giving up his summer vacation to spend it locked in a classroom with a bunch of kids who don't care about learning. <laughs> well, yes, I, I was trying to come up with a funny way of labeling them, but it, there's just no way of right there. Yeah. Misfits. But, that's what I like to call them. But yeah. They're like the island of misfits from that claymation movie. That would be Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. I know. <laughs> They're what? on the island of misfit toys, and now they have to figure out how to get off and uh, pass their test. So, well, I mean, half the class gets off the first day, but. <laughs> True. Anyway, I'll let you get to. So, needless to say, Mr. Shoop has an immediate crush on uh, Miss Bishop, but she is not having it. She is clearly too classy um, for the likes of the Hawaiian shirt wearing uh, Mr. Shoop. By the way, Mark Harmon totally pulling it off with the Hawaiian shirts. Just so handsome. Yeah, I'm not. Well, I'm not saying this for this for that reason but um mark Harmon throughout this movie carries himself with such an aura of coolness and fun that yeah. i honestly believe when i first saw this movie as a what 10 11 year old kid that was the first time that i probably wanted to be a teacher when I grew up because yeah, like I want to be fucking Freddie shoot with the right food freaking Hawaiian shirts and the visor and the sunglasses and the going surfing and all the freaking hot girls around him and all of that. And I want to be the um, beautiful student that he falls in love with and marries once she is of legal age. <laughs> anyway, so <coughs> Shoop comes to the yeah, Shoop comes to the first day of class and um 
basically they're all unprepared. He doesn't know how to teach. They don't know how to learn. Nobody really knows what they're doing. Kids don't give two fucks. Yeah, they have no fucks to give. I mean, literally they steal his car keys and get into a game of hot and cold over where mm-hmm. his car keys are. Not They're once. Somewhere in this room. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> and then after he finds the car keys, then it elevates to them stealing his roll sheet and hiding them. So yeah, literally the first day of class. He falls for it a second time too. So Shoop isn't necessarily the smartest freaking crayon in the box either. Yeah. The first day of class, all they literally get through is roll call. Uh, he, Did he they says, even get through roll call? I don't know. Um, he says, let's go to the library and loses half the class in the process. So. Well, yeah, after he loses half the class during the whole roll call fiasco on day one, too. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's down to, by the time that everything's locked into place and he's got his students that he's going to have for the whole movie, he's got like 10 students left. Right. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so, yeah. So, second day. Um, I love it. He's like, where did we leave off yesterday? Uh, you were calling roll. Okay, that, that shouldn't take as long today. <laughs> right. Uh, and... I kind of, I mean, I don't remember that there's anything significant ha- that happens here, um, unless you want to remind me. But basically, they decide he decides why don't we take a field trip? And well, so, like sitting here going through all the different curriculum ideas that he's got to get through over the course of the summer, like rule of grammar, punctuation, yeah, blah, 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 blah. book reports. Hey, you guys want to get out of here and go to the library? Yeah, like hell yeah. Oh, exactly. but. Also, during the whole warm-up to that is when Gills brings in a lot of vagina. <laughs> and she joins the class because she's going to be the school's foreign exchange student for the year. And they're giving her a chance to brush up on her English before school starts in the fall. Mm-hmm. So they're trusting Freddie Shoup to teach an Italian hot girl how to speak better English before school starts. <laughs> the hell was uh, Gil's thinking? Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, so they start taking field trips, and I love that he's like, "Yeah, uh, take these permission slips home, um, get them signed by your parents, and we'll start taking some field trips." And they all just uh, give them to him immediately. They've all forged their parents' signatures. Well, yeah, because I think they talked. Because they went to the library for the book report thing and they're hanging out there and some of the kids had taken off. Pam had gone surfing. A couple of the kids had gone to a donut shop to get donuts and the truancy officer catches them and he brings them back to the library and he's like, these ones were at the freaking donut shop getting donuts and they hand shoot a freaking donut. He's like, hey, I'm touched. <laughs> and then, like Pam walks in and she's all pissy about the freaking I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe I got caught. I should be fucking surfing. And And everybody starts bitching and moaning about how, um, you know, this is bullshit where it's our summer vacation. We've been doing this for nine months. We need a freaking break and all this, that, and the other thing. And he's like, I get, and she's all like, I get it. I feel the same way. And there's really nothing we can do about it. We're trapped in this together. So we may as well make the best out of it. And, 
did basically come up with the idea for taking field trips and chainsaw literally reaches into his backpack and pulls out a wad of freaking permission slip papers and he starts handing them out and he's like <laughs> oh okay well take these home and have your parents sign them and all of a sudden bam they're all forged and handed back and he's like okay guess we'll start <laughs> taking field trips and that starts the whole field trip 80s montage of moments from that because uh, what all do they do i mean they go to the amusement park and ride the roller coaster they go They're to the petting zoo petting zoo they go to the beach her next field trip has to be at the beach we have to see anna maria in a bikini yeah it's very important <laughs> and, well and even at that point shoop even looks at me like i understand yep so he's like he's encouraging the impure thoughts of chainsaw and dave <laughs> as they're trying to get with and create a menage a trois with a lot of china exactly <laughs> damn it denise <laughs> what are you doing girl this ain't the riviera when she goes to take her top off <laughs> and oh yeah and dave's also her chainsaw's all like uh and he's like i know i know it i know he's like uh. <laughs> He's like, I know. He's like, uh. he's like, I know. <laughs> Cause yeah, literally, she was like a nanosecond away from being fully topless on a California beach. Yep. Damn it. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So why don't you uh, take us to the next part? So basically, at this point, we got we, we get through all the field trip fiascos and um, Ikian's grandma brings him in to talk to Vice Principal Gills because um, he's come home reeking of vomit with goat <laughs> hair all over his clothes and blah, 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 blah. And she's like, what the hell are you freaking allowing your teachers to do with these kids and all this? And she basically pissed off at freaking Gills for allowing this to happen. And he's all like, I had no freaking clue this was even happening, but I will get to the bottom of this and I will go talk to Shoop right now. And he basically calls Shoop in for a meeting and he's like, dude, you're hereby suspended until... Kelban comes back and fires you himself. Mm-hmm. You know that, and Shoop is so desperate for tenure that he begs, 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 begs. He's like, "I will become a model teacher," <laughs> and all this. And he makes a deal with Gills that if all the kids pass their standardized test at the end of the summer, that Gills will forget all the occurrences that have happened over the last few days and still put in a good word for Shoop's tenure. Yeah. Which the next day leads Shoop into showing up no freaking Hawaiian shirt, straight up freaking nice suit tie, briefcase looking like freaking Donald Trump Jr. probably back in 1987. And 
the kids are making fun of him and they have absolutely no they're not going they have no desire to buy into the whole deal that shoot made so they ultimately get the idea that they're going to um for lack of a better term unionize the classroom <laughs> and they're going to strike deals with mr shoop as to different things that shoop is going to do for each student so that they and in turn they will do their best as students to get passing grades on the test and yeah i mean you have like kevin needs somebody to help him work out for football Rhonda needs a lamaze partner um well chainsaw and dave are yeah we're two people so we get two and <laughs> they make the deal that shoe has to host a in-class screening of texas chainsaw massacre and has to throw a party well yeah and there there was a third one too because um anna maria had hers and she's like oh i don't care i I will take the test anyway and they're like oh well that's awfully sweet you will take hers too on top of it (laughs) i don't remember what it was but i mean you get the idea i mean denise needs somebody to help her learn how to drive because she's a horrible freaking driver Ikian wants to be invited to the 4th of July party. You know, yeah, you have the Chainsaw and Dave with the, you know, movie and the party and the probably show, show I think it's chauffeur service back and forth to work. Yeah. But <laughs> then you have Pam. I'll reveal my wish when the time is right. Uh-huh. We're... <laughs> Forewarning, we're getting towards the point that we were talking about earlier about the whether Freddie Shoop or not, or Freddie Shoop deserves or not to get tenure. <clears throat> but so yeah, basically they agree to it, and you know, <coughs> Shoop learns that, or Shoop decides, um, I have no idea what the hell I'm freaking doing, and these guys just agreed to do this, and I wouldn't know the first thing about how to approach doing any of this. So he runs next door and enlists the help of his workplace crush, Miss Bishop and begs and pleads for her to help him learn how to become a model teacher. So she volunteers to come over on the weekend and they can work on lesson planning and blah, 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 and get everything set up so um basically at this point long story short you go through a too late <laughs> <laughs> sorry i had to on the side of my face no <laughs> clue reference um but you, you go through a little clip segment with the different events happening with um shoot teaching uh denise how to drive and combining her driving lesson with driving chainsaw and Dave to work and she can't parallel park for shit. So when he asked her to parallel park, she ends up back. Parallel parking is for chumps. Just saying. Well, nobody freaking parallel parks anymore. And if you do parallel park, I don't know about down there, 
But like if I have to parallel park, I make sure I've got like three car lengths of room so that I can just pull right over and pull all the way up and I'm right alongside the curb. In our downtown areas, there's a lot of parallel parking spaces, but I avoid those. Exactly. It's like I will <laughs> go to somewhere with a crammed full parking lot and we'll call it good. Exactly. So, but yeah, and she ends up backing shoots car into a freaking tree and or over a curb at least and through a fence. And you you get the clip that we talked about earlier with uh, Kevin and Shoop working out for football and wearing their UCLA colored football uniform <laughs> and Shoop going to Lamaze class with Rhonda and all that. I mean, I think basically one of the last favorite type clips that they show is the scene with um, where they well okay before I get to that I have to like the day like a day probably a week before they have the movie screening they come up with a lesson well she teaches a lesson plan about um, communication and properly worded communication and what knowing how to write and properly communicate can get you and he basically teaches them you can get free stuff out of it <laughs> and he's like well what all do you you know you guys have all been ripped off at some point and he's like and chainsaw's like yeah my shades keep falling apart and he's like perfect you know and he goes through this whole thing you will write the, that corporation this long detailed letter about all this and all your complaints and you know you'll sign it you know excuse me for saying it francis grimp president <laughs> consumer inc blah 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 blah. and chantel's like okay i'll try it you know just for you know yeah why not what can it hurt it's not going to kill anything and so he writes a letter and sends it off and like week 10 days two weeks however long later they've got the uh screening for texas chainsaw massacre in the classroom and Gil shows up and delivers a package <laughs> to Shoop and he's like what the hell are you people watching and he's like or no he's like I don't want to know what this is do I and he's like new new um, video from the district safe use of power tools <laughs> and Gil's uh, is like yeah right whatever. and he's like this package was delivered for you and he's like okay and movie wraps up and uh shoe pans the package to chainsaw because it's for chainsaw he's obviously looked at the letter that's attached to it and he knows what's coming so he hands like i said hands chainsaw the package chainsaw opens it and shoots like here guys i want to read you guys something and he reads through the whole list about that the president of the cool dude ink sunglasses wrote back in response to the faulty sunglasses and it's basically a big giant box of properly quality built sunglasses right so he's all handing out sunglasses to everybody in the class different styles and oh my god some of these sunglasses are so oh i know 1980s i love it but yeah i mean so yeah and you get to the point where um, 
Oh, and shortly hereafter, you have a moment as well where um, Shoop's roller skating down the sidewalk on, along the beach, I'm guessing on a weekend. Mm-hmm. And he comes across. Um, well, this is after the party, though, right? Oh, yeah. I forgot we about. Well, yeah. yeah <laughs> we skipped the epic party. <laughs> well, yeah, because without the epic party and then this next scene, you kind of the scene after that really doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. But so anyway, they have the Fourth of July party fireworks all over the place. Loud noise. How Freddie's house is freaking packed full of people. And wonder what moment of the movie. <laughs> the dave's on the couch playing with roman candles and blah 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 and he lights one and runs out to the deck and throws it in the sand and <laughs> wonder Mutt races off the deck and goes out and picks up the roman candle and brings it back uh, sets him on the couch and and lights shoops couch on fire yeah at least the dog didn't get lit on fire because nobody wants to see that no but this is also the moment, too, where we finally start to get the um, warm up to um, Pam's probably getting really close to asking for her favor as well. Because... She straight up tries to seduce him like she's oh, not even subtle about it. Yeah, I never it never really dawned on me at 10 years old exactly how aggressive she got with. Same. Him. But yeah, as an adult watching this, it's like. Dude, she all she literally, with the exception of saying, freaking jump on and bang the shit out of me. Right. I mean, it's that blatant. She laid down on his bed, like just wow. Good for you, girl. Balls to the wall. I I appreciate it, but also you could have put him in prison. (laughs) Right. Because that was, you know, when we'll get to that here in a second when we discuss the beach incident mm-hmm. but yeah i mean the f- couch gets lit on fire they end up dumping his fish tank of water on the couch to put it out and they're scra- how well how many fish were in the tank one it's like oh, really who has a freaking 50 gallon freaking fish tank with freaking one fish in it well it probably wasn't a 50 gallon tank but it was a huge freaking tank and he had one little freaking feeder fish in it who cares? You do you, bruh. Exactly. Well, and let's be honest, Shoop is probably not the most responsible person enough that he get he keeps Wondermutt alive with him, but you know, too much more on top of that. And yeah, he's lucky that that fish was alive as long as it was. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, he kicks everybody out, and you're starting to get the impression he's getting a little bit burnt out on all this crap with yeah the extra hours of taking Rhonda to freaking Lamaze class, the extra hours of teaching or trying to teach. Sorry about that noise. Whatever. I, I come to accept the fact that there's background <laughs> noise at your house anymore. Thanks. I guess. It's all good. <laughs> well, yeah. just like you have to accept the fact that occasionally on the weekends from time to time, you know, you'll get a high people yeah, but that's adorable. <laughs> well, yes, it is. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, you're starting to get the impression that he's getting burnt out rather quickly. Um, he doesn't, you know, he's trying his best not to 
let it get to him and display that to the kids because he really wants to see these kids succeed and prove the uptight administration wrong. But it's definitely at his expense. Oh, it's big time at his expense because, you know, at this point, you know, like we said, his car's been wrecked, his couch has been lit on fire. Yeah. He's he got a freaking student hitting on him. He's about to have something really significant happen. If you want to go ahead and get to that. Well, yeah. yeah, I was going to, before I got to that, I mean, you have, I don't remember where, if this comes before or after the whole beach incident, but ultimately Pam ends up cashing in her favor that she needs, she wants to move in with Shoop and he allows it because she kind of <laughs> comes up with this elaborate story about how my brother and his wife and all their 18,000 different different kids are all moving home and there's no room for me and blah, 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 blah. He's like, okay, well, I'll let you move in for a few days while you find somewhere else to live. Right. And everyone else got their wish. Yeah. Like, she, yeah, she plays the low card <laughs> that well, everybody else got their wish. I mean, but, yours could put me in jail, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, he gives in on the premise that it's only going to be for a few days very quickly thereafter there's a scene where you know that all goes south for the winter and <laughs> he comes home from a long day at work and she's all got the house cleaned and she's making elaborate dinners and she's got candles on the table and all the and it's so much so that when um miss bishop comes by to do something or give him something drop off a book and she's like what Freddie, the fuck is going on? If if well, no, it's just Pam. Freddie, if you were gonna invite guests for dinner, I wish you would have called. Like, the fuck? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, bitch, it's in my house. I don't have to. I'm not responsible to tell you shit. Yeah, she's very but, much trying to play the wifey, and it's creepy. Well, and I mean, it's obvious to the point that, like I was saying, with when Robin shows up to deliver to give freddie a book she sees what's going on and she's like um no i'm out of here this no yeah i don't know if it's a she's uncomfortable or the fact that i'm not being a part of this you know this can get me an accessory to the fact but right. she walks out and he catches up to her and he's like it you know those favors this is what pam wanted and she's all like yeah, well, you need to stop and think about the fact that what you're doing right now, may you may think it's helping her now, but ultimately in the long run, you're going to do more damage to her psychologically than you ever could imagine that you're thinking right now. And that causes him to turn around and go back into the house and lay out this big, long spiel about how, you know, you're going to find someone i'm not the right guy blah 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 blah. and she puts two and two together and gets pissed off and she takes her stuff and leaves yeah so again another step down the road to obviously he's getting he's starting to realize that he's not in the greatest situation in the world and he's dug a deep freaking hole for himself that he's got to start finding a way to get out of but it doesn't get any better because rather shortly i believe thereafter 
like we were saying earlier, he is roller skating, not rollerblading, because there was no such thing as rollerblades in 1987. Whatever. <laughs> but roller skating down the beach, and he comes across um, beach patrol cops that are harassing Chainsaw and Dave, who were sitting on the beach drinking screwdrivers and basically they're going to get in trouble for you know underage drinking and shoops all stopping and he's like what's going on and they're explaining everything to him and he's all like oh no 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 that's not their alcohol that's that's my alcohol they were just watching it for me <laughs> blah 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 and the cops are like oh okay well you guys can go ahead and leave to dave and chainsaw and they're all like okay we're out of here we're, ew, we were wrong so wrong we should have just said no when they're throwing the alcohol in the garbage and <laughs> i mean they're obviously not going to change their behavior but you know they're overplaying the moment because they're in front of the cops still and then shoop thinks that that's it the moment's over and then um he the cops basically tell him you know you're under the arrest for contributing to the delinquency of minors and he's all like oh no 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 that wasn't my alcohol i was just trying to do that to keep them out of trouble they're basket <laughs> cases as it is and they you know they need a break and the cops are like yeah well we don't believe you so we're going to go ahead and take you down to downtown and of course the amazing wonder mutt tries to butt in and starts growling at the cops and they're all like is that your dog and he's like yeah and they're like no dogs on the beach that's a however like a hundred dollar fine and he's like oh no 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 wait that's not my dog that's a beach dog he just comes around because there's more junk at my house than there is anywhere else so you know whatever and they're like yeah whatever so they end up taking him and they're escorting him down the beach on roller skates the dog's chasing after him, jumping at him, trying to get, you know, break up the whole situation. And ultimately, Shoop ends up going to jail for Chainsaw and Dave, wearing roller skates, no shirt, in shorts. <laughs> and this is actually one of my favorite moments of the entire movie because Shoop is who he is and realistically his 21 year old girlfriend is in hawaii and he has nowhere else to call but he decides to call miss bishop robin and see if he can talk her into bailing him out of jail <clears throat> unbeknownst to him her and vice principal gills are going on a weekend getaway to wine country wine country <laughs> And they're on their way literally out the door as he calls Robin's house and the answering machine picks up and he goes into this whole long spiel about, you know, I need your, I know you're not going to believe this, but, um, you know, I need your help. I'm in jail. Can you stop by my house and, you know, get shoes and some clothes or whatever and blah, blah, blah. blah. I mean, there's this whole big long, and he's, and he interrupts his whole long speech about, Oh, and by the way, um, can you not tell that bite in the ass Gills about this? <laughs> Which immediately causes Gills to turn around and go back into the house, pick up the answer or pick up, pick up the telephone. And he's all like, 
Mr. Shoop. And he's all, and Shoop's all like, um, who is this? And he's like, the bite in the ass. He's like, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> when I said bite in the ass, I meant that in the nicest way possible. Right. <laughs> and he basically asked Gills if he can talk to Robin. And he's all like, no, we're on our way out of town. And he goes to hang up and Robin grabs the phone. And she's like, we're on our way down. We'll be there in a minute. And they go down and, you know, bail him out of jail and they're bring they're leaving the police station and Robin's talking up the accomplishments that Shoop's made with the kids and all of that. And, you know, Gills is very two-facedly trademark 2021. <laughs> um, buying into it and he's like oh yeah i'm so proud of you you're doing good work and we're proud of you keep up the good work and blah 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 blah. and then all of a sudden he's just like robin let's get the hell out of here so we don't get caught in traffic and they end up taking off and going away and shoop skates off into the sunset to go home <laughs> so um ultimately that was well there was one more moment that probably was the final nail in the coffin and um he's been teaching like i said denise to drive and basically denise and chainsaw are ready to take their driver's license test and i don't know if you know denise has her mom's car and she's off taking her test and chainsaw i don't know if he actually made the deal with his dad for his dad to show up or not but ultimately he tells Shoop that his dad didn't show up with the car and it's time for his test and he needs to borrow Shoop's car and Shoop's all like, I don't know about it. And he's like, dude, seriously, I'll bring it right back to you. It's no big deal. It's only going to be for a couple minutes, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and he's all like, fine, you take your test and you bring your car right back here. Or you bring my car right back here to me. He's like, oh yeah, no big deal. I got this. And he gets in the car and they take off to do his test too as well. Um, you got two different tests going on at the same time at this point ultimately Denise conquers her parallel parking fear and successfully parallel parks the car and um, at the end of her test you get the whole examiner giving the whole 70 is passing you got <laughs> 71 or 72 or whatever I'm like wow I don't know how bad of a driver she is yeah. But, and I don't know what everybody else got on there behind the wheel, but I think out of a hundred, I got a freaking 96 on mine. <laughs> I think that was even a freaking bad score. So nah, I don't know. That's pretty good. I mean, again, I struggle with parallel parking too, but six of one half dozen of the other. Oh, there's George's favorite. <laughs> again. Exactly. I I'm gonna have to tell him about it. So um now that she's all passed her test and she's come back and you know let Shoop know she's all excited. Um leading up to this, Shoop has also discovered that she's dyslexic. Yeah. So he he uses her success behind at passing her test to, you know you really should see this reading specialist and blah, 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 blah. It'll help you so much and it'll make things so much easier on you. And she's like, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. 
all all this is going on um chainsaw is doing his test and he's very lackadaisically you know he got his arm around the examiner he's got the music <laughs> cranked up on the radio he's got one hand on the steering wheel and the guy's like, like this guy this arm's going to be available for the babes yeah he's like the guy's all what do you do why is your hand he's like this arm's going to be available to be around the babes and they turn the he turns the radio off and he's all like what <laughs> and they're back and forth going over stuff that he's doing wrong and all of a sudden chainsaw hits his dip in the road that causes him to veer off and yeah face first right into a freaking tree with shoop's car That's awful yeah i'd be so pissed that car is beautiful oh it's a freaking classic it is definitely a California car for a guy. Well, well, yeah, because let's be honest, you're not going to have a car like that in a place like Washington where you can only put the roof down three days out of the year. <laughs> so, but, yeah, I think this is the moment that probably is the final nail in the coffin. Because... Yeah. Um, Chainsaw brings back the bumper to Shoop's car, and he and Denise are have he and Denise are finishing up their conversation about the reading specialist. And Chainsaw walks by and literally just dumps the bumper into Shoop's hands, and he's like, "Um, what the fuck?" Right. And fast forward to like a couple of days down the road, and they're getting to that point where they're close to test day at the end of summer and shoop wants them to take a practice exam and they're all like oh wait a minute we never agreed to no freaking practice exam if this is how it's going to be we're going to need to renegotiate our contracts right start asking for more outlandish freaking things and shoop ends up getting freaking pissed off he's like listen here god damn it i've sacrificed all this freaking shit for you guys all summer long and now you guys are going to freaking come back and treat me this way you know fuck you I quit yep not those words exactly but you you get the gist of the yeah he's just like I don't need this yeah he's like I've wasted my whole entire summer and you guys don't give two fucking crap so you know what I'm not wasting the last few weeks I have before school starts again I'm going and freaking enjoying my time at the at the beach yep Although this is where the hijinks <laughs> started to come up because well, I'm going to let you explain the next day fiasco that happens when Gills tries to bring in a replacement for Mr. Shoot. Yeah. Well, so Gills comes. Well, the first day Gills comes in, they're all like, where's Mr. Shoot? He quit. Um, so he's like, get out your books and turn to chapter whatever seven and they all raise their hands and he's like read it again so of course they start messing with him uh dave and chainsaw is like humming mm-hmm. he's like what's that noise he's like i hear it too and everybody else starts to it's so distracting i'm gonna go to the library he's like sit down <laughs> so he thinks he's gills thinks he's all cool he's like uh this crap may have worked on shoot but uh this is not gonna work on me and if you try this stuff tomorrow, you're going to be in a world of hurt or something like that. So you guys act like psychopaths tomorrow. 
Yeah. You'll be in deep shit. Yeah. Like, you hmm, have to get psychopaths, you say. <laughs> yeah, because you have to get the psychopath in there because that yes. makes the next day make that much more sense. So obviously after one day, he's like, I can't handle these yahoos. So he's bringing in this teacher who, you know, looks like a 50-something year old Mormon school teacher. Uh-huh. She's like, she's like, well, I've been teaching a, a what grammar she didn't school. say grammar school. Thank you. I was like, she didn't say grade school, grammar school. So so this will be a nice change. And all of a sudden, Denise comes running out of the classroom screaming. She's covered in blood. And and I will say the way that Gills responded, I did get a tiny little respect for him because he was definitely immediately concerned. He grabbed her by the arms and he's like, what's wrong? And blah, blah, blah. But still. Um, and that teacher's like, is that your blood? And she's like, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they walk into the classroom and it is like a house of horrors. Bloodbath, uh, 1987. Yeah, every possible special effects horror thing that you can think of. Uh, Kevin is laying there, or no, is it Kevin or is it, I can't remember which one, laying Kevin, there. I think Kevin's got his. Pulling eye. his guts out and. Yeah, I think that's Larry. I think Kevin's Larry. got an eyeball hanging out, impaled by a pencil. Um, um, Rhonda's got some kind of thing in her freaking mouth and a knife stuck in her pregnant belly. And, and of course, Dave and Chainsaw are coming in as the killers. And it, it's just, we're psychopaths, man. <laughs> everybody's going crazy and so the teacher like is freaking out screaming she's like i'm not ready for high school and leaves and he's like i hear exactly what he says he's like um and we have got more planned for tomorrow (laughs) right and Um, it's amazing they have this whole verbal altercation like what the hell are you people doing and they're all and they admit finally that they're opening their eyes to what Shoop said during his blow up, right? And they're like, We want Shoop back. And Gills is all like, Fuck you, why the hell would Shoop even want to come back to this crap? Right. And I mean, I would get it too from Gills's perspective. I mean, they treated him like freaking shit and he'd had enough, so he quit. Why the hell would he want to come back? Yeah. But but they all go to his house and find him on the beach and they're all in their bloody clothes and their their stuff and um somehow we completely skipped over the part that the reason Larry is always asleep and can't pay attention is that he's got he works nights as a stripper <laughs> as a male stripper a 17 year old male stripper yes. i love when he's like when when mr shoot catches him he's like if you were my age and, and you could go back and tell, say what, if you knew then what you know now, what would you do differently? And he's like, well, I know, like he thinks he's so smart. Uh-huh. Um, and then he has to quit stripping because he gets busted by his mom, which is something he his aunt think, says Edna actually beach. kisses him with tongue. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, they all agree to be better students. Um, they, they comes back really want him back and here's where you get the whole cute montage of the happy music of everybody studying and doing their that's homework what happens and, with 1980s movies is anything with 
is any good has a rocky montage or you know whatever it's like you're building to that ultimate climax with a video montage exactly um so when okay i'm trying to figure out because it's it's before the practice test but when um gills yells at him and robin walks in on it and breaks up with oh they're going out to eat or something well it i think it's right after shupid came back after they made the deal yeah she's there at the restaurant she's like why don't you order two one for each face they have a moment where Shoop's all collecting their homework and stuff and he's like mark your calendars next monday because i think it's on a friday and like next monday we're going to the courthouse and they're all like for what and he's like evidently yours truly your favorite teacher got arrested for contributing to the delinquency oh that's right it's at the the courthouse that's right thank you and chainsaw and dave were like you went to jail for us and he's like "Uh uh-huh on On roller skates (laughs) and they're all like wow thank you man he's all like he nods at him so they end up going to court they go through the whole hearing process the judge is all like Mr. Shoop, what the hell were you thinking? Giving alcohol to minors. He's like, and he basically says the same thing that he told the cops. You know, it wasn't my alcohol. I was just doing my best to try and keep a couple of my troubled students out of trouble. They're already fucked up enough as it is. I don't think he uses that word exactly, but he's like, you know, these two guys are screwed up enough. You know, I didn't want to make it any freaking worse. And the judge ends up questioning Chainsaw and Dave about how they got the liquor. And he's all like, well, I come across as pretty mature. (laughs) And the judge is like, well, no, seriously, how did you get the freaking liquor and where did you get it? He's like, well, we got it from, you know, this liquor store. And they're like, well, did the guy ask you for ID? And he's like, that's when he made the comment about, well, I come across as pretty mature, pretty mature. And (laughs) he's all like, did the guy ask for ID or not? And he's all like, yeah, I guess. And he's like, well, did you show him ID? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, can I see it? And he's like, well, I'd rather you didn't. (laughs) Obviously at this point, you know where this is going. Ultimately Dave and Chainsaw have fake IDs or at least Dave has a fake ID. He ends up taking the fake ID up to the bench and shows the judge and the judge is looking at, he's like, you were a black Marine in 1963. <laughs> He's all like, yeah, Vietnam. War, war, war changes the man. man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, freaking really, dude. He doesn't, war doesn't change a man that much. Right. No offense. And then, yeah, Miss Bishop anymore. gets up and speaks, you know, character witness for him and how well he's doing with the kids. And I think that, I think the judge was already leaning that way, but I think her speech definitely. Yeah, got him off the hook because uh, basically yeah the judge is all like i get your point i get everybody's point you know this isn't like it happens all the time with you you know i'm gonna go ahead and drop the charges and you're free to go and they're all like yay woo!" dave tries to steal back his fake id and the judge literally hits his fingers with the damn gavel <laughs> But yeah, 
And um, yeah, that's when Gills is like, no, but no, I'm no. not falling for this bullshit. And yeah, they're all like walking out of the courtroom and Gills catches up to shoot, but he's like, I'm not falling for this, this bullshit. And you, and you did this and you did that. And, and you're getting fired up all this and thereby condoning student drinking and all this. And you're getting fired as soon as freaking Kelbang gets back and all this. And, unbeknownst to him robin's standing right behind him and he turns around he's like oh hey robin i was just congratulating our good friend mr shoop and she's all like uh-huh and he's like well i was thinking about um for lunch and he's like she's all like stop i'm like why don't you go buy yourself two lunches and eat them yourself one for each face because obviously she's basically calling him out as being a two-faced little dick and that's basically the end of that relationship between the two of them. Yeah. So, yeah. All that, you get the warm-up to the practice exam. Um, they do the practice exam. Evidently, everything looks really good. Practice exam test scores-wise. And he's all giving them the pep talk about, you know, test starts at 8 a.m. tomorrow. You know, you guys can do this. And they're Chainsaw's like, do you really think we're ready? And he's like, what time's the test? And Chainsaw's like, 8 a.m. He's like, see? Correct answers. They do not stop. And then, you know, what before the before you get the test scene, you get a scene where Chainsaw wakes up in the morning and you think it's the morning, but um, he comes out of the bedroom after getting dressed and his mom and dad and sister are asking him all these questions. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And ultimately he ends up waking up from a nightmare because he, the nightmare is he doesn't know anything and it freaks him out. He's all worried about the test and whatnot. And his mom and dad come running into the bedroom. She's like, wake up, wake up. Wake. And he wakes up and clears his head and she's all like, what's wrong? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> So next scene is the makeup test day and everybody's walking into the, you know, test hall, lecture hall, whatever you want to call it. And one of the students from the first day who actually is like a big, huge, intimidating student who had taken off because he said he needed to go to the bathroom actually comes back for the <laughs> test. And Shoop didn't necessarily catch on to it. He's like, dude, we're taking a test in here. And he's like, I know I'm in your class. And he's all like, oh, hey, I know you. And he's all like, where have you been for the last eight weeks? And he lifts up. Bathroom. I've been in the bathroom and he's got the lavatory pass in his hand still. But yeah, you get, they end up taking the test, you know, 80s peppy song montage and everybody's having their little taking the test and blah 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 and um in the middle of the test all of a sudden Rhonda starts having contractions <laughs> and being the responsible student that she is and not wanting to fail again she does her best to keep trying or keep focused and continue to test but timing the contraction at the same time and you know Dave looks over or not Dave Kevin yeah looks over and he's all like what the hell's going on she's like it's starting and he's all like oh damn 
<laughs> you know, like try and slow it down. And she's like looking at him like, fucking really? <laughs> I mean, I can get the whole idea of guys being that freaking dumb in this moment. But yeah, it's probably the last thing that um, your girlfriend or your wife or whoever wants to hear is try and slow it down so we can <laughs> get through it. Really? Right. <clears throat> so they all wrap up the, the test winds down and they run out of time and Dave and Chainsaw are trying to finish their test really quick and they're all like they run out of time and Dave's all like see, 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 <laughs> see, see, trying to and Gills walks in and he's all like, drop it! And scares him <coughs> into stopping taking the test. <coughs> and they end up getting the test collected and sent off to get graded and whatnot. And Rhonda and Kevin take off with Shoop's help to go so she can go deliver the baby. And it's like a few days later, they're all hanging out around a table at the beach and just kind of chilling. And they're all like, when do we get, and Rhonda goes through her whole spiel about the whole experience of going through labor and all that. And they're all like, when do we get to meet the baby? And um, she's like, well, you're not going to, cause I'm giving her up for adoption. I'm not ready to be a mom, blah, blah, blah. And I give her all the credit in the world for yeah. realizing she's not ready because that's how a lot of horrific parent-child relationships get started is parents that aren't ready to be parents but don't want to give up their child for adoption and i'm not trying to be political and say you know if you're 17 16 17 years old you absolutely have to give your child up for adoption that's no yeah it is what it is but um shoop ends up walking up and um they're all like hey what's up and he's all like yeah he's he's kind of down in the dumps and he's like um gill said he's gonna mail you guys your test results and they're guessing from his emotion that it's not good news and he's all like it's not your guys fault i failed you guys blah 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 and the scene wraps up and you move on to the next scene where um, Principal Kelban is back and he and Gills are meeting with Shoop and they're going over everything that's happened over the course of the entire summer with the movie and the field trips and the, all that. And ultimately we're really quickly warming up to the um, termination of Mr. Shoop for all the shit to happen and um basically the parents end up coming in with all the students to speak on shoop's behalf and they talk about the good things that he you know there has been the bad things but you know he has done good things for the students as well he's you know got Rhonda to see a reading specialist and you know he's got chainsaw to think about things other than horror movies and you know all of that you know helping kevin get back on the football team and help Rhonda with the moz classes and they go through the whole 
revealing everybody's test scores. And, you know, a lot of them actually ended up passing. Well, probably about half of them ended up passing. But each and every one of the students got a significant raise in their test score. So obviously he did do something right over the course of the summer because some of these people <coughs> in the wrong situation obviously would not have or in a different situation with a different teacher wouldn't have had that kind of success. They just would have been all like, yeah, whatever, and just gone through the motions and whatever. But because of the success that the kids had with all their improvement from the test, ultimately Principal Kelban ends up awarding Shoop tenure. Cut to the, you know, last scene of the movie, him and Robin walking down the beach and ultimately end up making out in the sand what the waves crashing down over him. How in the hell did we forget um, Wonder Mutt losing Bob? I know. <laughs> because that kind of makes the funny moment at the end here. Because ultimately, I did right before the practice exam. Well, it's while Shoop is on his little sabbatical and after he'd quit, he's like brooding and pissy and, you know, Wonder Mutt has this little toy they call Bob. It's like a little stuffed animal head that Shoop throws for him and he goes and fetches and brings it back. And Wonder Mutt wants to play and Shoop doesn't want to play. And he takes the doll head and whips it out into the freaking water and ends up, you know, Wonder Mutt ends up losing his Bob. And he's so depressed over the situation that, um, yeah, when... Eventually, Shoop ends up getting another exact same doll and cutting the head off of it. And he's like, look what I found. Look what I found. And he throws it. And he's like, go get it. And the dogs are like, yeah, whatever. It's not the yeah, same no. thing. It's all this big, emotionally depressed dog moment. And then, you know, right at the end, as they're making out in the sand, guess what washes up on the beach right next to him? Bob! So Wonder Mutt finds Bob and he's all happy and he's all they're having a yeah little moment with they're making out and Bob's all like licking him in the face or not Bob but Wonder Mutt's all licking him in the face and blah blah blah. blah. Roll yeah. credits end the movie. Yep, yep. Awesome movie. I love this movie. Yeah, it's it's really really funny. So, um, favorite lines. Let's be honest. Do we really want to go through favorite lines on this? Because this movie is chock full of freaking hilarious moments. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, we mentioned a lot of them already. Um, I think there's only one I forgot to say earlier was when um, when Gills is yelling at him after all the field trips, he says, this is your fault. You knew I couldn't teach. Right. <laughs> made me laugh. But yeah. No, I mean, yeah, there's so many good ones. I mean, yeah, it's all basically little cheesy cliche one-liners because, you know, I had the whole um, judge saying you were a black Marine in 1963 or whatever. Um, the whole conversation over the phone with Shoop calling Gills and biting the ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
when uh yeah shoops condensing his driving lesson with denise and driving dave and chainsaw to work um Denise is driving very slowly down the road and chainsaws in the back. And he's like, <laughs> we just got lapped by an old lady in a walker. Yeah. <laughs> like, Can I call my mom and tell her I won't be home ever? ever. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. There's a scene with Shoop taking Rhonda to Lamaze class and he's all like half asleep, you know, barely nodding, you know, doing the head nod as he's walking down the hall. And she's all like, are you sure you can handle this? And he's all like, oh, yeah, Lamaze class. Great place to meet girls. <laughs> yeah. You, you would think traditionally Lamaze class, you know, girls are going to be there with their significant other. Exactly. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, that's some of the great one-liners of the movie. Yeah. So, so many good ones. So, so many. Um, so yeah, review. I mean, honestly, I can't say anything bad about this movie. It's is it an Academy Award winner? No, but is it one of those movies where you can just switch off your brain and just allow yourself to be entertained for 90 minutes? Because sometimes, really, that's all we ever really need. I mean, for sure, you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll reminisce about being young and dumb. Let's just be honest. I give it five out of five chainsaws just because, you know, that's how I am. And evidently the only movie I know how to um, not give five out of five to is The Princess Bride. (laughs) Love you, Kevin. Oh, that's funny. Um, I mean, I think I give it a four out of five. I think it's, you know, really funny. I I don't know that there's anything wrong with it. You know, it's very cheesy and cliche and, you know, that's part of what makes it great. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely up there as a really great eighties comedy, but I probably wouldn't put it like as in my top, you know, three or four favorites, maybe in my top five, but, um, yeah, I love it. It's, it's a, a great, very funny you know, cute teen coming of age, but also, you know, just a you get the adult side of it too. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It again, we have we're in America, we have the right to have differing opinions, but I think it's kind of funny that I'm betting if you haven't seen the comments on the group page that Evidently, Kevin hasn't seen The Hunger Games before. Oh, he's no. Got a, he's got an ever-growing list of movies that we've done on the show that he hasn't seen before. I'm betting we're probably going to be adding Summer School to that list because... Oh, I hope so. Yeah. if you Seriously, Kevin, if you have not seen this movie, check it out. Yeah. It, or anybody. Summer School is a must-watch, I would say, for anyone. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's just... It's a classic. Yeah, you won't regret doing it unless, you know, you're one of those bite-in-the-ass people that need to have, you know, a movie elevate your level of thinking, blah, blah, blah. No, if that's what you're looking for, you're not going to get anything out of summer school because that's not the kind of movie summer school is. Right. Oh, yeah, there was one other 
real quick when the same part where they're talking in in Gil's office and and he's like just talking about what basically losers the kids are and Sheep is like um there's some really smart kids in there they're as smart as you and me and Gil's is like you and I and she goes all of us yeah I mean <laughs> so funny. obviously Shoop is not the sharpest like we said earlier not the sharpest crayon in the box but brightest crayon in the box brightest crayon sharpest knife blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so anywho I think that just about wraps up yeah summer yeah. school good one Amazing everybody movie. go check it out let us know what you think yes please always get involved on the page and um so yeah so like i said that just about wraps it up uh oh there's not anything else you want to say um well i think you have an announcement that you kind of well a teaser that you wanted to reveal and um i think i would like to preface that with just one little um thing <laughs> which is not that so two seconds okay i paid my dues Womp womp. But committed no crime. And bad mistakes. I've made a few. I've had my shoes and kicked my face. Okay, I won't make you sit through that whole freaking song just for that, but Whatever. what do you have coming up on the sip list? Well, um well, apparently I have an announcement to make. Um <laughs> yes, that you we, do. We'll we'll go ahead and announce it here and then also on my next episode. Um for everybody that followed along and listened to the Barney versus Joey debate, Casey finally won something and got the most votes to come out as the winner of that debate uh, episode. So congratulations on people liking Joey better than they like Barney. <laughs> You're the winner. Hey, I said in my comments on the group page, you know, I will take a win any way that I can get it. And if that's how <laughs> I got to get it, then I will take it and I will own it and I will glow bask in my glory. And I will be expecting my ode to Casey at some time in the semi near future. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Don't worry. Oh, I'm sure there'll probably be a lot of snide comments that come along with it as well. No, that's not how I roll. <laughs> I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> Well, congratulations on being the winner, finally. I mean, you were due at some point, so. The sun shines on a dog's ass some days. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's that for those that have been wanting to know and um, for those that uh, have Well, I know that there are people that have been 
messaging and asking, well, who ended up winning? Who ended up like but the freaking poll is on the freaking. I know. I'm like, it's not really a secret if you want to go look, but I mean, um, just pull up both group pages and okay, there's the one for an evening at the movies. Bam. There's the one for the sip list that was literally four to four. So obviously that cancels that one out and the one on an evening at the movies counts. And <laughs> I will say not enough of you guys voted. I'm, I'm a little disappointed in the turnout. I'm going to need some more people to start voting on this stuff, make it a little more competitive. Yeah. Cause I honest to God, didn't think that my group page was going to be, well, not my group page, but any, the, e- well, I know what you mean. At the yeah. movies group page was going to be the one that had the biggest turnout it did that was awesome we had like 17 or 18 people that had voted on that one Woohoo! hats off thank you my people for making me the winner but yeah i didn't really honest to god think that only eight people on your page were going to vote (laughs) right (laughs) considering that you know and i'm not playing the pity party card but like the screenshot that you sent me earlier today with the you know you got like 1.2 thousand freaking listens on simplest <laughs> i'm still sitting at just under 400 so obviously more people are listening to the simplest than are listening to an evening at the movies you'll get there oh i i know i fully accept that i expect that i will it just it's going to take time yes <clears throat> that's okay so, is there anything else other than you revealing that information <laughs> that you would like to publicize? Um, well, probably in the next week or two, we will have you and I doing our top five Monica and Chandler moments. And then I will also have Joey Rice from the Bro Country podcast, and we will be counting Hello. down our, our top five favorite slasher movies. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, I love Slash. I miss Midwest Horror. Yeah, it's such a good show. And yeah, no, yeah. I even if it was only for, you know, a one I the Friends reunion has me all in my up yeah. in my heels. You know, one time let's negotiate the Joey and Christian reunion and bring back Midwest Horror. Right. <laughs> even if it's only for a night. I'm about to tell Joey I'll step in and host Midwest Horror Co. with him. And I will come on regularly as a freaking guest. <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah, so, yeah, there's always good stuff coming up. And um, I'm not 100% have much set in, set in stone for an evening at the movies. Because, well, let's be honest, this is like I've been saying, the season one finale. Um, I do have a couple ideas floating around and um, Her Royal Highness and I have discussed possible episodes coming up in the very near future once. Um, I think I'm probably going to take a week, 10 days off and just try and get my feet back under me. And things kind of slipped away from me there during the month of may and it got kind of hectic and frantic and trying to make sure i had episodes out and not having episodes to put out and all of that and i'm not complaining and not looking for pity but you know it was working a lot more smoothly the first three months or so so and i'd like to get back to that so 
give myself a few days to get my get my bearings and get a plan of attack set up and um there are some stuff for movies that i working on um buffy the vampire slayer clue um i've talked to um tim about um maybe doing a solo episode on army of the dead um i've had a couple people ask about doing me doing a conjuring episode um i don't want to get into the whole pigeonholing me into the whole horror genre especially knowing that september and october coming up are stephen king birthday bonanza month and then halloween horror fest month but I may not go as heavy on the horror to start off season two because of those two months coming up. But um, there's always the idea of like doing a few classics like the wizard of Oz, you know, stuff like that too, as well. So anyway, yeah. If you are in the group, you keep i'll keep you updated as to what's coming up and when we're looking for season one or not season one season two to drop and as always stick around guys i will be back this isn't the end of me (laughs) you can't keep a good dog down all the time exactly otherwise i would have given up long after getting my butt kicked in karate kid trivia Uh uh-huh (laughs) <laughs> oh wait but i came back in one so never mind womp, womp. so yeah so that just about wraps up our well that does wrap up our look at summer school so again i would like to tip my hat to the overlook for being the first inductees into the class of 2021 an evening at the movie icons my hats off to the sip list and it's amazing host and the co-host of an evening at the movies, Miss Amanda Kohlhofer for Woo. being a part of an evening at the movies as well as successfully running the sip list for the last, what, eight months, nine months, whatever, however. Yep. Rapidly approaching a year. Yep. It's coming. So, so yeah. So to sum it up, I'm Casey. And I'm Amanda. And we'll see you at the the movies. movies. (laughs) Summer school reference. Have a good one, guys. Goodbye. Later.